everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigella, and I'm joined today, as always, by my co-host, Jeremy Mahar. Jeremy, welcome back to the podcast. That's me. Welcome back. Another week. <laughs> Another week uh, of uh, weird news, so <laughs> we will get to all of that. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I guess I only have, like, one topic of each. That okay. I know of, well, off the bat, without just shitting and remembering. Yeah, well, uh, before we get to that, I guess we should do our usual thing of uh, telling everybody what beer we're drinking, because it's your turn to pick the beer this week, Jeremy, and this is episode 212. 212, 212. We have New Holland Brewing Company, Hazy River. I think it's, that's it, Hazy River. That's the name of it, New yes. England-style IPA. <laughs> it is 5.9% ABV. For ga- ge- <laughs> guzzling, guzzling, guzzling times, G- guzzling. Guzz- what do you mean getting guzzling? I mean, what is guzzling? I guess it could be guzzling. It's some word we can't say. It's got to be for a good time or for great times or something. For guzzling times, I don't know. It's some some Holland. To Holland. Shit. <laughs> what does Holland speak? Um, uh, Dutch. Dutch. I think. All right. Well, let's try them out. Well. New England style. I have no idea what that means, but this can is pretty dope. I like the color and I like the the green or the um, orange top. And really it good. tastes like a, it almost tastes like a hazy. It tastes pretty good. Yeah. You know, at this point in my life, after all the beer I've drinking, 212 six packs, you know, everything. <laughs> <laughs> this also is a look back of how much alcohol you consume just on a Wednesday night. Just on a Wednesday. <laughs> everything here um, is from Wednesdays. Like, oh, great. Where is my life going? Does it have like a cotton candy type flavor at aftertaste? No. no? <laughs> Maybe I'm getting back into IPAs because, or this is just a good kind, but it tastes pretty good. It's just the it's po- got like a, a fruity aftertaste. The podcast has been helping you get back to the, the good beer right. roots. Well, no, I wouldn't say so. Check, check, check. Some of those sucked. Check, check, check. Sorry, we rearranged the studio, so I'm trying to see, make sure that this is the right side of the mic. Yeah, it looks great. It's different seeing these angles. I don't yeah. look that way ever. We have the table shifted sideways, and a position it's never been in have before. To a neck crank cramp every time. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I noticed last week when you were talking to me and, like, uh, you know, just looking at me, you're, like, not, you know, you're not, you're not as exclusive to the other person. Yeah, it's hard because you're... Mm-hmm. You got a full, the middle person. I noticed that with Amanda, even though mm-hmm. I wasn't sitting as sideways as, as Copeland was. But right. But now we can put our spinning. third guest there and it'd be easy. We'll, talk, we'll both yeah. be able to talk directly like, into our microphones. I can see an, well, I can't do the crazy eyes, but I can put an eye on each. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think most people can. <laughs> Some, oh, someone at my work has a, a lazy eye, and I didn't know for like a couple days, <laughs> but I always thought he was, I kept looking up thinking he was looking up instead of looking at me to speak <laughs> he was probably yeah. just like this guy is just staring at my lazy eye it was it's you don't know i didn't know which one to look at i don't want to stare too much well i i heard a thing the other day that if you're ever like in an interview or something and you make an eye contact if you just if you shift your focus from right to left very subtly of, bo- of looking at the other person's eyes not like that not he, like suspiciously he, like, like if you if you shift like your this fo- to look at you like it, i don't know it's weird like, like look look at me and then look at my Right eye, focus on that for five seconds, and shift to my left. It's supposed to make your eyes glisten. Yeah, they're burning. <laughs> well, <laughs> glisten. Yeah, that makes that means they're watering. Yeah, they're burning. 
<laughs> well, that's I, 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 it's supposed to be a good thing. <laughs> Beer number one, sport. All right, Jeremy. Well, I am trying to pull up the Dan Campbell speech from Hard Knocks, but um, yeah, my phone's out there. You're gonna have to roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it seems like I have to join a thing to do this, which sounds very annoying because that shouldn't be right. But just go on Twitter, go on the uh, Pride of Detroit pod uh, feed or whatever. <clears throat> They're basically the writers. Yeah, whatever. We'll just talk about it, I guess. So the Lions are on Hard Knocks this year for the first time ever in franchise history. Which isn't <laughs> sucks, but is kind of cool. And uh, my immediate reactions to the first episode was, my God, how terrible this would have been if it was the Matt Patricia era and they had hard knocks. It would have been boring. Well, I don't even know about – well, I think Caldwell would have been boring too because he was like – didn't speak to anyone. Like he was was very put off with the media. The media did not like him very much. Right. Um, But at least he had some kind of – you, you know, like connection with the team. I feel like with, Patricia with the team. would be loud in, a, in an aspect, but annoying. She'll just be a fat asshole. But he would be like annoying about it. Where like Campbell's making these nuts jokes to end it. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, and he's doing up downs. Like, that's ridiculous. I was smiling uh, ear to ear, um, uh, watching that. And the, the up whole downs th- or just the whole just thing? the whole thing. Yeah. It's like fuck. I've never watched Hard Knocks before. Have you watched it before? No, like just pieces on the online but that's it yeah i've never i couldn't even tell you who was on it well yeah i've never i've never seen it before and watching it's like fuck dude this feels like real real good like uh in every in every every aspect of it like filming wise like this seems like the lions are the perfect team for it right now but like i'm sure they probably paint the picture in a way every year for certain teams but just thinking like man god some coach like if the patriots were ever on hard knocks that would probably suck it'd probably be terrible i think they could be like the worst team ten years in a row, and they still probably would refuse. As long as Belichick's there, they would probably refuse to put him on. Well, there's only a It'd certain amount of times you can refuse, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. It's like two or three. I don't know what it is. But. This is the perfect season for the Lions and Dan Campbell, who is clearly going to be the star of Hard Knocks. Him and Jamal Williams, or Deuce and a- Aaron Glenn. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. So Hard Knocks, the uh, HBO. NFL documentary reality series thing that goes on annually. It just had its first episode out of five of the Detroit Lions. Twice a year, right? Because yeah, in in the season this year is going to be Arizona. I was I didn't realize it when they write when they ended it. I thought that was Jameson Williams that he was doing on the bag, oh. like in his knee ready or something. Else, and I was like, why is it all red? And I was like, oh, Arizona Cardinals. Wait, what? I was confused. <laughs> but uh, takeaways are that Dan Campbell seems to have like a really, really good connection with his players, and kind of like, you know, having Aiden Hutchinson sing uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, that was dope. And then have and the whole team coming into it, and like I don't know, that was it felt like I rewind were... that part when they kicked in. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, it, like give me a little bit of chills, and like I had to replay it. Yeah, so Lions Super Bowl. Dope. We're, you know, this this first episode seemed like it was really uh, focused on Aiden Hutchinson, our first overall he pick. He seems really... Our first round pick, second overall. Really even keel. Mm-hmm. Like, he, I mean, he just seems happy to be able, like, for the... Like, he doesn't seem like a, an asshole or arrogant being a number one or number two pick or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, some of the other guys just seem, like, snobby. 
on Hard like, Knocks? No, just like top picks from the oh, past. Yeah. Where he just maybe I like I didn't watch him in Hard Knocks, get to know him as much, but he just it's like he's always smiling even when he's do, like even when he got popped by TJ, he's like, Oh you fucker and like yeah. laughing about <laughs> it. But like like that's I feel like some people like, you know, they they can't joke and mm. like they have to get mean and rude back. It, it seems like the Dan Campbell's strength at least um uh from one episode of Hard Knocks and one season is that he is really good at making his team feel like a family, which I think goes a long way with everything. Like I always reference uh, our fantasy, or, or sorry, our flag football teams that had no business winning championships, but we won because we all are friends and family and know each other so much. But we did a little bit of business. I mean, I feel like talent <laughs> wise, some, some talent. of those some of those teams. Every, well, every half single our team, team was pretty damn. Well, half our team was athletic and talented, and half was. We all smoked cigarettes. Like, <laughs> yeah, it never stopped. We all though. smoked cigarettes. Didn't <laughs> exercise. Never did anything. You know, like I mean, I'm sure, yeah, like like you, I you, you were all over the field. Jordan being... was all over the field. Mitchell's got size, but like, right. But I, I would say like me, Jordan, are like, and like Joe and Dave K during our runs were like the mm. the most like running around out there, athletic, like not getting tired. But I was like, I was out of shape. But if I could, we go back and do it right now. Damn, yeah, I'd be like. like <laughs> I mean, it'd still we, be rough and stuff, but like, I the endurance would be better. Well, yeah, I mean, I would be a lot worse. Um, not that oh, I was, yeah. not that I was anything, but <laughs> my my endurance is probably the same. Just yeah, I don't uh, know how like my body will work falling still because I love I'm, being on the ground. I'm out. Of, I'm out of my prime physical years anymore. No, you're not. Well, they Aren't say they like they're, they, they say they're they like say twenty six like, to thirty two or whatever. Yeah, maybe, but like I I would think like twenty eight is the the actual prime. Think about it in this way. That's what I try to do now. Um, because you're old man winter over here but like think about like like lebron or like tom brady tom brady's 45 and still like i know he's not ripped but he's still in shape out there able to to do shit and like Mm -hmm. that's like there's no point to be mid-30s and just give up on your body that's well this brings us to our fun tom brady fact of the day a new segment on this podcast jeremy do you know who the second player other than Jerry Rice in the NFL over 40 with the most receiving Jerry? yards. Oh. Hmm. Over 40? Mm-hmm. Most receiving yards over 40. Oh, like, okay, so from the age 40 on, you mean? Yes. Shoot. Um, is this someone really old I'm not going to know, like a black and white character? Well, Jeremy, just uh, just, just in case you didn't hear the title of this segment, these are Tom Brady facts of the day. Uh, who's over 40 that he played with? Oh, no one he played with. It's Tom Brady. You said we're – ah, that's a trick question. <laughs> it's a trick question, yep. Gotcha. <laughs> so there's never been a, someone over 40 that's been a receiver besides Jerry Rice. That has more receiving yards than well, – there has is, What does Brady have, like 30 yards? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I bet he doesn't have that many. Um, I was thinking maybe Isaac Bruce had a season, but I don't – I mean, 40 is ridiculous to play. Yeah, especially for especially for a receiver. To play professional like that. But like I don't know. Quarter, I mean, quarterback, especially how they started protecting them after Tom Brady, like – you you can see it if you take care of your body like supremely. Even though we did just watch Ben Roethlisberger like fucking fall apart midseason. Yeah, yeah, but he was always like a sl- like he never looked like he took care of his body in right. general. <laughs> he was just a slob out there all at all times. But um, I think more quarterbacks now that Tom did, is playing into his forties can if they want to. Yeah, well, Aaron Rodgers I think it's would just, be the next the next. Like, I don't think he wants to. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he, he doesn't seem like he wants. He hints to play at now. only playing like two three more years, but. 
that'll put him at what 40 well once he loses the division this year to the up-and-coming detroit lions then uh, that's really going to put a timetable what on was that. uh your your favorite and worst part of the the hard knocks um my favorite part was the opening speech that dan campbell gave about grit grit yeah that mm. was awesome um <laughs> i don't know if there was like my least favorite part was the guy dancing at the end malcolm Mal- yeah one of our, our one of our rookies yeah, and he's like gets up, he's like uh my signing bonus is 100 <laughs> they're like 100 what you know it's 100k man <laughs> um, uh, but yeah i really liked aiden hutchinson uh doing his thing and i don't like i don't fucking like michigan but uh you know they're a lion now <laughs> um i thought i all right so i took an edible right when it started yeah, and then it started kicking in halfway through and then the coaches start like uh, Deuce Staley and uh, fucking AG, Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn, and then they're doing their things where like they're having their players run practice, and they're just fucking immediately yelling at each other. And I'm like, what the fuck? Can like, you imagine being a player like run you snap the ball? The coaches are just like almost fighting. Like, part of me joking. forgot how clipped out that is, and I was thinking that that was just continuous. I'm like, wait. For, like, the first 10 minutes of practice, they haven't even told their team what plays to do. They're just barking at each other. Bro, I, I was watching it, and I was like, you could cut this, like, to say, like, I want to fuck you. Like, yeah. you cut it. That's what I thought he was about to say <laughs> when he was like, I love you, but I want to fuck. And then, like, I, I'm pretty sure there was a line that said, like, uh, and then the pipe bursts. And, like, it's like, I could cut this into something fucking really hilarious. <laughs> right it, was, Jamal was like, drip, drip. We're eat, we're going through you guys like shit or something like drip drip. <laughs> no, you know, being fucking stoned out of my mind and watching that, I was like, fuck, dude, this is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part was the Aiden's dance, um, especially because he just starts off quiet, and I was like, is he thinking? Like, is he getting prepared? And he's like, do do do. Then he just totally forgot the stars. Like, how much did you practice? And then you forgot. Does he told he was gonna do that? I don't he know. had to have been told, well, right? Because well, he yeah, because he sat around his family around that little outside patio. Mm. He was like, I was practicing in the car or something before. I think he knew he had to do it, but just never like went or something. Yeah, like what day? But that was cool. Um, but I, I didn't really like. I like Jamal Williams' speech, but I didn't because I didn't re- like. Maybe I don't know who everyone's referencing, but I don't know. People at work today were like. Oh, lions are always crying. And I was like, "What are you like? What other players have cr- like cry?" Yeah, not a, not a, not. A, I asked my boss. He's like, he's like, "Oh, that Jamal Williams speech was was so stupid." He's like, "Just same old lions, just a bunch of crybabies on TV." I was what? like, and I was like, "Who cries?" I was like, "This isn't To on the team." He's like, "Well, Dan Campbell cried." I was like, "Well." Yeah, I was like, "That's their history." That's, I, I think that's a good thing. But yeah, I was about to start brawling my whole my whole team. You're, today. you're gonna start balling like a lion? No, brawling. Because <laughs> no. <laughs> they're all shitting on them. They're like, "Oh, we don't care about them." And I was like, "Oh my god, can't what? take this." And I was just like, "Be careful, guys." You're, I was like, "Tread carefully." <laughs> yeah, tread lightly, as Walter White would say. <laughs> it was um. Yeah, no, that was. I think that was. I think that was great. Like the, you the, can bash the lions. Just I don't get. I didn't get the like unless there was something I didn't watch about a bunch of players. In our past, crying every off yeah, season. The only time I can think of a player crying was Sue when he was like talking we were, about leaving. Yeah, because he knew his last. Yeah, after we got fucked by Dallas. But um, if that's what you were referencing. That's five years ago. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I don't. That's the only thing. I, that's the only reason I didn't like his speeches because the backlash. Because it was like Twitter was saying it too. And I was like, I like what the hell? Damn, I didn't. On? Well, I didn't see or hear any backlash. Um, and every it's all been it's all been uh, re- regarded as 
positive energy from what I have heard and seen. I mean, I've seen a lot of positive, but the, yeah, I did. Well, it was, uh, I think Pat McAfee posted like, I love this dude or something like that and clipped his speech. But then all the comments like that, I was just scrolling through were just one. Also, I should probably shouldn't read those sometimes when it's lines. Cause it's people that just jump on there. that don't like the lines just right. to shit on them. Just like they do or like any, I hate when they do it. Like, like when Kevin Durant says something, I don't really care for him anymore, but Anytime he says something, you look at the comments. People are just like, "Win a real ring!" Like, like. Well, Jeremy, ooh. that's that's comments. That's, yeah, but they're just like, "What are you wasting your time saying win a real ring?" Like, come on. What are you wasting your time looking at comments about fucking trolls online? Well, that's always going to be. I there. look at comments for certain, like, t- for conversations, not for like stupid people just trolling. Mm. But like, I mean, there's other, especially if there's the the blue dot thingy. Someone else has like, an like a verified on account. It. Yeah, I like to like see other people like. I mean, I get that. Right, like on but, Twitter, it's different. Like a thread is different from like a comment right. section. Like, I mean, I don't always, I don't read comments. Like, all if day you're long. Gonna, if you're gonna read an article about the Lions and you look at the comments, that's not not some place you really need to go. Uh, depends on the article. <laughs> <laughs> depends on the article and who wrote it, because there. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people that love the Lions, and there's even people on like ESPN, like Field Yates and stuff, have been tagging them. Like, I like want to jump on board with this team and stuff, but um, yeah, it's just. I mean, there's always people shitting on stuff, no matter who it is. Yeah, it seems like very absurd to me right now that the Lions win loss in Vegas. I think it's at seven. Six and a half. Six and a half. I was going to bet it the other day. Like, but it seems crazy, yeah. but Vegas is usually right. But, like, I just can't really – I can't see that. I can't yeah. – I can't I, – and I always have rose-colored glasses when it comes to the Lions, but I can't see them. You can't see us winning less than seven? I can't see us winning less than seven. Uh, I can't. I, mean, I, can. I would. I would put the line at um, eight and a half. I can't see us win the, winning less than, less than uh, eight would be the low end. What I would say. Yeah, I mean, like if everyone's. I mean, we always have to assume everyone's healthy, but we have we have uh, a, honestly, we have a really fucking awesome line, an awesome running back. Chark is an undervalued receiver. Amon Ra, I like. I think he might be our most overrated player. But then once JMO comes in. Like, you know, we just have Goff. Like, like, but Goff also ran the best offense in football one time. I mean, he's been, he's been to the Super Bowl. I know he does suck, but I, I'm glad to hear about it. his his spiral's been tighter this year. Mm-hmm. And that's That was my biggest problem. I kept, I that's mentioned that, that Mark like, Brunel energy I right mentioned there. that like every game. I was like, I don't like how he throws. Like, it's a wobbly mm-hmm. ball. And I thought, and you would see like, our receivers like TJ would do it a lot, like go up for it and have to like adjust his hands because he it was like not mm. going where it should. But um, it's good to hear that because if that's if he's got that down, that means his deep passes can come more. You hear his joke, whatever with the reporters, they were saying something about like deep balls. He's like, Why are you guys talking about deep balls? We don't do that around here. Oh, he said that, <laughs> yeah. And I was just like smiling with them, but and they were just laughing, but. I was like, all right, I like that. I like when you acknowledge like dumb shit and have some humor, but mm-hmm. you like, gotta prove it too. People, pe- yeah, people playing against the Lions, they they would be stupid not to stack the box, right? Because no, well, like that's what the I think that's what the assumption is gonna be because no one no one really trusts Chark. I don't think NFL people like I don't golf is not some scrub like stacking a golf can pick you apart. I mean, anyone that think like he's that mold of like the Jimmy, the Matt Ryan, like they just, they're, they're precise. Mm -hmm. They just don't have the best arm talent, but I don't think they disrespect them. Like fans do. I don't think they'll stack the box. I think, honestly, I think golf golf is getting more love right now than what Stafford got this whole time here. 
Yeah, I just don't think our line will, like, I don't think people will stack it. Not that they never will, but mm. I don't think it will be a trend because our line is If our line is healthy, dominant, we could be the best line in the league. And stacking that, if, and you blitz, and they are, have a good enough line to hold them for a second, then your, your team, you're fine. I mean, we might have the it's best. 70-yard touchdown if you play. We might have the best center in the league. We're coming in a top seven pick of Pinay Sewell as our right tackle, which could be the best right tackle in the league, going against Aiden Hutchinson every day That's in gonna practice. Them, yeah, it's going to make years, both of them really, for at least five really good. And then we got Taylor Decker, who is a better than average left tackle, and we got Halapudi Vitae just was supposed was came in here for, as a right tackle as Sucked a guard, and, ended very and good. Jonah 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 Jackson is that his name? Yeah, Pro Bowl. Yeah, Pro Bowl. Like they said, he's looked the bestest out of all the offensive linemen. Like, what are you gonna do? Like. We're going to see Jordan Davis uh, week one against the Eagles get fucked by Ragnow. And, well, Eagles also, uh, their center, Kelsey, something got hurt, and he's iffy already for week one now. Oh, their center did? Yeah, he just, like just today or something. I'm like, I don't like injuries, but that is that is probably the best offensive line in football. Yeah, the Eagles, I've, I've heard that the Eagles and uh, the Chiefs, are, are the only line, the only, only lines that could be better than ours? I don't, I don't. Well, I think even though my, someone just rated the lines to twenty six overall offensive line, like what yeah, is people? I mean, they're yeah. You don't know what you're fucking talking about. Right. Like I don't like that's crazy to I me. I don't. The Chiefs aren't. They improved from two years ago to last year, but I don't think. I think they're not that good of an offensive line. But Mahomes, because he rolls out a lot mm-hmm. and like passes, it's um like. There's no like pressure rates on those guards and stuff, you know. Yeah, well, we we're both notable. I mean, that's good. You got to help. That's we're, how teams work. We're both, uh, you know, notable Mahomes skeptics. You're way more than me, but I think the whole media is now after Tyreek is gone. I mean, I've I've been saying that Tyreek is the most important wide receiver in football for a long time, and he's gone. So we'll see if, if Mahomes if Mahomes can uh, you know, win the division. Like that's that's all he would need. Then he would prove a lot to me. I'm not like a so much a because that division is... whoever wins that division is like, like that's right. that's great. I think it. I would put my money. A lot of people pick Herbert over him right now in that division. as a quarterback. Yeah. Well, like on the same teams or just individually. If you were to pick one, like people on ESPN, like most people are picking Ryan the Chargers Clark, to win. Marcus Spears, like no, they were said if you picked a quarterback, who's the best quarterback in the division? There's a lot of people that are picking Herbert over Mahomes, and it was starting a bunch of like big cool debates because people yeah. are just getting mad about it everyone likes reaction uh reaction it's not like shit. To, it's just i don't know to say Mahomes like it's not like Mahomes. Mahomes is great it's not mm. shitting on him but he's what is he 23 right now if that is he 21 23 i don't know maybe he's older um but like he's labeled as the best already the last three years you can't i mean i think it's, it's not feasible season. to really late label him like people are just like, uh, like no one can be better than him until like he's done. Like that's dumb to me. He's gonna play for like fifteen more years. Like doesn't yeah. mean he can't decline. We'll see what he does. This year he could become the stupidest quarterback to ever play the game. Yeah, but we'll in see. My like opinion. we got we got to see what happens without Tyreek. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like if he if him he, and Tua could literally swap places as long as he can get the ball down the field. If he reads that offense, and like and spreads the ball and everything. Oh, you're talking the other way. Like he could be the you mean you mean stupid in a good way? Yeah, stupid in a good way. Like, <laughs> I thought you were talking about a bad way. Like he's already like one two, depending really if you want to throw Rodgers or Brady still above him. But he's I mean, one I'm, or two. I'm gonna throw Brady above him, but I'd probably put Rodgers and then Mahomes, then Brady. I'm, just, I'm probably. Brady, I mean, I can't. I, it's hard. Brady's 45. I know he like 
you can't, there's one, I mean, I know we've it's been just, saying it for it's 10 just, years, but. It's just Brady, you know? Like we losing have, all his linemen. We, we, almost, we, have to, we almost have to not talk about Brady because. And his, his backup center just went down today. There are so many There are so many times we're like, all right, well, if Brady does it with this team, Brady does it with this team, and then he does it, you know? Like, even last year, he just, you know, he was he was right there. <laughs> you know, if Stafford hadn't have uh, led that uh, last drive to kick a field goal, you know, Brady, Brady was there. But regardless, um, you know, Mahomes is always in conversation for second after him because it's always Brady number one while he's still playing. Like that's going to be kind of undoubted. I don't know. I don't. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't think you other have than to say you, that. other than you, I mean, you could say he's still the, the first or second or greatest all time without him being one in the league to playing this mm-hmm. year. But he said on just this year, I wouldn't put Brady one. You put Brady on the Lions right now. I barely now, even put him Super Bowl three, favorites. Just giving him respect at that point. You put Brady on the Lions right now. Josh, we are Super Super Bowl favorites. Right now, Guaranteed. if you had to win with one quarterback in the NFL, you're telling me you would take you wouldn't take Josh Allen. I'm Mahomes, telling you, I would take Rogers. Brady, and I will stand by that and die by that. That's cr- I don't know. That's, I mean, it's not crazy. If it's I just, don't know the rest of the makeup of the team, sure. Give Brady an offensive line, and he is gonna like, okay. Put him on the Lions. Put, he's going to the Super Bowl. Put a. Uh, Houston, all those quarterbacks we just said on Houston, which quarterback's going to be the worst? Brady. Nah, I would, well, I, I wouldn't say that. Like, I mean, I, pro- I would probably put my, out of uh, Brady, Rodgers, and Mahomes. Yeah, on Houston, with a putrid offensive line, especially their interior. All those other guys will yeah. run and pass, and I, nah, I'm, I'm, I see Brady I'm, running. I'm still, I'm still picking Brady. So really, you'd pick him on any team. It doesn't yes, matter. Yes, I would pick him on any team. Yes. All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, hey, that's it's not a bad choice. He's proven it, but just I, I mean, I wouldn't. I know he's not fast anymore, but like he'll figure out a way, or he'll get. Pl- and, and I know you hate this. What do you part mean of- he'll figure out a way? He never does when he has pressure. Right, but you're forgetting- for this extended yeah. period of time. This is the this is the the worst situation he's been in in his whole entire career. Mm-hmm. As far as an offensive line, yeah, because didn't somebody his backup center just got hurt? Both right? guards are gone, and his mm-hmm. his center is gone. Who is all those guys? Well, two of the three were all pro or at least Pro Bowl. Yeah, it's not looking good for the the line there in Tampa. But you know they're still they're still going to be the overwhelming favorites to come out of that division. When's Grant coming back? Because that's a big blow too, as far as mm-hmm. with losing an extra blocker. I mean, Gronk's a pretty damn good blocker. Right. There's not many tight ends that are very good. Kelsey, Kittle, Mark Andrews, awesome blockers. Mm-hmm. Then you got like the Darren yeah. Wallers that just run. And the TJ Hawkinsons who He's a he's a middle guy, but his they said his blocking's well his his blocking actually last year was rated still very high for tight ends. Um and he he doesn't do a bad job. It just he doesn't do a bad job as far as like strength and stuff. It just sometimes it seems like he forgets where to go. <laughs> when he's like blocking, like he goes to the outside shoulder instead of the just end. thinking of some of the but. picks from the Bob Quinn era, like well, Hawkinson wasn't even the Bob Quinn era, was it? It was that was well, even if he was Bob Quinn era, that's a great pick. I mean, he's I, literally like the the fifth, sixth best tight end in the NFL right now. Well, yeah, but like still, that's not like it doesn't help us do anything for a, for a like a top ten pick. They know when you draft besides a quarterback going to do that though. Okay, well, like I would think, like uh, Panay Sewell would beg to differ. I would think we didn't last year. Oh, what, what, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Penny Sewell hasn't made a difference just yet. Oh, I, I mean, but like Hawkinson's been on our team for like this is going to be his his fourth year. Th- this is his fourth year, right? Yeah. 
Let me pay a little second year, and we're about to win the Super Bowl. Okay, well, I guess, yeah, <laughs> if you put it that way. But, I mean, I wouldn't put it on a tight end, which is, besides tight end, like, corner is the hardest position to learn from college to pro. So, I wouldn't, like, that's, I wouldn't put that on that. But the Brandon Predigree, that's, that's a whole different story. Cause well, that was a late round. He pick. didn't have, he was first round. Right, late first round. In that. Right, but, like, that was, um, that, that was, was just. That was uh, the Stafford year. He didn't have the athleticism like 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 Hawk does, <clears throat> right? I mean, Hawk could be. I don't. I don't. I don't. He understand. just has to be healthy a full year. I mean, that's that, that's another reason why I don't understand why people are discounting this. We have we probably have the best offense in the NFC other than the Rams. Like, I mean, Hawk was on pace to be like the number has, one tight who end. Who has a better well, offense than us besides Kelsey, the number one tight end in yards last year before he got hurt? Yeah, I know. I want to draft Maybe him again the year this before. year. I'm gonna draft all the Lions again, and I'm gonna make the playoffs and not win. There, well, draftable Lions, I'd say Swift. I'm considering Swift at four. Even Jamal, I'm, he's for not depth, a like depth, deep depth. Mm-hmm. But um, JMO, DJ Chark. I'm not drafting Amon Ra St. Brown. Amon Ra, those are draftable. I think Amon Ra is with JMO being the lead. Fantasy wise, Amon Ra is a bust. Not not real life wise, fantasy wise. I will say that. Interesting. I think he's going to have like 90 catches, 1,000 yards at least. Nah, I think Chark, if Chark's healthy and then Jamo comes back. Oh, I think Chark's going to have a lot too. Yeah, Chark, is a, Chark would be the first one I would draft. I don't, I'm not, I don't have the biggest expectation. Because when Jamo, Jamo can't practice while he's on pop. He can't be away, he has to be away from the team. So even when he comes off. But maybe he's not though. Huh? Maybe he's not on okay, pop. Well, you, okay, well, I mean, regardless. Also, Jamo wearing number nine, isn't that great to see? Yeah, I don't really care what number he wears. I mean, I, it's not Barry Sanders. As much as I love Stafford, we didn't win, so it's not like you retire his number. That's I'm happy right. that he texted him. That's res- I respect that. Mm. But like, I saw people like, why would the Lions let someone else wear number nine? I'm like, what? I mean, as much as I love him, and I'll, like, he made us at least win five <laughs> games a year. He, we didn't do shit. You can't retire his. Yeah. You retire his jersey. You're retiring the, everyone that plays in the NFL, basically. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not shit on too much, but like, you didn't win anything. I think the Lions retiring Nadamakin Sue's jersey. Or no, I guess, I guess no like player. Ret- Hanson is the only one that has won anything. No, I mean that should because if he literally has like top top record book shit. Well, Calvin, I would say. Kelvin, I could get up there, but that's um, and Barry, right? Like, well, obviously Barry. I mean, we have those the best are, running back, best receiver of all. Yeah, time. those are like records. Like, so if Stafford didn't leave Detroit ever mm. and just played yeah, out his then career. We would, just, then we would retire. And went way up. Yeah. Because yeah. number two, entertainment. I could see him resign for like a day or whatever, or maybe just to retire, not retire, retire with us, not retire the jersey. Yeah, well, um, which I would love that. That's those days awesome. are faded because we all know that Stafford can't win without a, a super elite team. Yeah, Tom Brady either. Okay, well, I'm uh, also Mahomes at this point. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't call the Chiefs super elite when they beat the 49ers. They were, they had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Mahomes. I don't think their defense was that much to. Uh, I mean, super elite. You're talking about th- th- three. Talking about the Rams last year. Yeah, three players though. Right. You don't well, think the 49ers have those three? They have just as good as depth. They're elite. Well, back in back when Mahomes played them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that team's been elite for a minute. Their offensive line had like five first round picks on it. 
They had a whatever. We don't Eric need to have Armstead. We don't need to have this stupid, ridiculous <laughs> Stafford conversation again. Um, anyways, we're on to entertainment, Jeremy. What did you write down for this segment? Yeah, my phone's out there. Um, all I wrote down. You wrote down three things. Can you remember one of them? Yeah, so <laughs> one was hard knocks. Uh, well, that's actually for entertainment. Me. We already did that. No, I just in general. Oh, Overall, three things I wrote. Okay. But uh, there's actually two for entertainment. Um, well, Outlaws mm-hmm. season two just dropped. Um, I know you've been talking about this on this pod for a while. Great show. I can't wait to watch it. Would have watched it last night, but Hard Knocks came out. Um, but as soon as I get... I'm, how um, how many episodes is the rehearsal? Right now it's on episode like four or five. Okay, I might start that first then. Because mm-hmm. it's those two is what I want to watch. I think episode five comes out on Friday. Okay, I might watch that because then I can get through that quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rehearsal is an really insane watch that. show. Like, I, I don't... I I don't know how good uh, Nathan Fielder is for society, but Jesus Christ, he makes compelling TV. He, I saw some why well, because I forgot um, he is chaotic evil for sure. Well, <laughs> There's an article today or something. I I don't know where I saw this Twitter or whatever, but it was like, don't worry, Nathan Fielder um, hates himself too, <laughs> or something like that. I was like, <laughs> man, this guy really is like a a depressed kind of prick in a way in real life, not just all his yeah. Acting. I think he's just a weirdo, like and. But he's like really good at what he, he is. Great. He has a special ability to identify people that are gonna be interesting, like almost like find NPCs with hidden hidden characteristics. If you believe in the uh, simulation theory that we live in, I um I'm, yeah I'm pumped to watch. Yeah, I'm gonna think I'm gonna start that first because that's the last and they're shorter, I believe. But you should watch the out. Well, I don't know if you like the outlaws, but it's a good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a good like show like sitcom show like you know new girl stuff wait is it a sitcom is that what you call those type of shows i don't know like new girl the office friends those are sitcoms no i guess well yeah in a way i don't know i'm just talking about like a, a group of friends in the show that hang out <laughs> what's all the the people that are on like a uh, probation that are doing community service together so it's like that's well, their community like what's what's the vibe like do you- that that's what it's circled around it's like you know like they're always like community service together. Would it be a show like you can watch like one episode on the background and not really pay attention and still understand no. that it's not a sitcom? Okay, it's more of a probably a dramedy, like probably like Weeds. Yeah, maybe a dramedy then. Like, have you seen Weeds? No, I know what it is, mm. but my roommate like probably it. something like that is what I would guess. Yeah, I just maybe I said it. Maybe more like Shit's Creek. Well, Shit's Creek's a sitcom. Is it? Yeah. Well, like you can watch. You can't have that in the background, though. I mean, you can. Every basically every episode is entangled in itself. Like there's some there's some overwhelming storylines that go on, but like it's not super important. You can kind of just watch an episode and get what's going on. I mean, I guess you could do that for anything, though. Well, not really. You can't really watch an episode of Lost mid season and be like, yeah, you can be entertained and follow. Like on their own fucking island. I bet they'll be on this for six seasons. <laughs> Well, they're actually off of it for one. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I get what you're saying, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't really. I don't watch shows in the background until I watch them. Like you could watch, like you pick any. You never seen New Girl before. You pick any episode of New Girl, you could watch it. Maybe you not understand all the dynamics, but you're kind of. It's not gonna like really hinder you. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is Outlaws, it won't ruin is Outlaws, the show. Is Outlaws like that? It or won't is it ruin not? this show. Is like 
Like, cause, yeah, there's not really there's spoilers, but they're not right, that important. Right. Like this, yeah. You if you watch like the fifth episode, you're like, oh shit. Well, I already know what happens now. Yeah, <laughs> like, you won't want to go back. Right. Or, like it doesn't have much. Does it have it's a lot a, of replay it is, value? It's really good though. I mean, there's like love thing in it. There's just there's comedy. It's a what there's is that, that guy's there's name? that love thing in it, huh? Um, well, I'm just saying there's like all there's like crime in it, at like love relationship but uh um, i'm in love the jeremy mahar uh, story he kind of looks like robert de niro what's his name dr seuss no what (laughs) he looks just like robert he's got white hair william is it william shatner oh you don't have your phone here but well william shatner is a person i don't think it's him that guy seems like a goober (laughs) Um, what is he he's got he's old he's got all white hair he's like he he's european or something he's like hey i'm He's got that raspy, like... The guy from the original office, Ricky Gervais? It's not Ricky Gervais. I know I love Ricky Gervais. Well, he's the guy from the original office. Not Michael Scott, but, like, the UK one. No, he's not from the office. He just, Ricky he, Gervais was from the original office. I didn't watch the office. I just love Ricky Gervais. I'm just telling you. Also, this is Dr. Seuss. Tell me that's not Robert De Niro. Yeah, without... Yeah. We need, a, we need a biopic of... Uh, or, like, his dad especially, yeah. We need a biopic of... Uh, Robert De Niro as Dr. Seuss. I'm not sure I've ever seen who Dr. Seuss looks like. That's what he now. looks like. He looks like Robert De Niro. <laughs> Taking me this long <laughs> in my life, and I've read like all his books and shit. But <laughs> they're your favorite books. Um, <laughs> no, he's the one guy that always is whispering. He's like, hey, yeah. He's oh. old. Oh, Ted Danson? No, I wish I had my phone. Just type it in. The Outlaws. <laughs> okay, right, we did. Th- we've already done this on an episode. I know it was gonna bug me if I don't get his name. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going with Ricky Gervais, and you're going with who? It's not Ricky Gervais, because I love Ricky Gervais. Me too. Cast. He said he's old with white hair. Are you going to talk about Stephen Merchant again? Who? Oh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, that guy. Uh, Oh, I always confuse him with the dead, or not the dead dude, the dude in the the chair at all times. (laughs) Stephen Hawking? Yeah. I don't what? know, Christopher what? Walken, Stephen Hawking. It's close is it because one is a walking and Hawk the other one's walking? a sitting? <laughs> no, it's just the name's too close for me. I always get them confused. I probably could have started with that dude, but I didn't want to be rude. No, it um, should be. You like Ricky Gervais, though? Yeah. Why don't you watch the shows I recommend of his? What shows? He has two shows on Netflix that recently came I out. I tried to watch Afterlife. I didn't okay, like it. Okay, I was going to say that might be too slow. That's the one with his the wife passing. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, that, I can see why people wouldn't like that. One. I watched that. It's like dark yeah, comedy. Nothing like does shit. matter. You can always just kill yourself. Like I, I liked that, but like it didn't get in, didn't get into it. He's just got some good comedy with like people that he interacts. What's, he, what's with. the other um, one? He's drunk. He's a. Uh, what is the other one? I don't know what the name is. I don't even know the name of that one until you said it. <laughs> um, I'd have to look it up. But um, I didn't know who he was until those two mo- those shows came on. I watched them, yeah. and then I was like. All of a sudden, it was like all his stand-up was like, "You should watch this." I was like, "Wait, he does stand-up comedy?" And I didn't. Yeah. Oh, I know he does. I didn't know he did The Office. He was the, like the original. I've seen person. a bunch of offices, but I didn't. I don't recognize him. Like from the, it's not from The mm. Office that you know. It's from there was one that The Office like took the concept from the, from the UK. Oh, I thought the UK stole it from us. No. Oh, okay. We still we're America. We steal everything from everyone else. Come on. Okay. <laughs> well. Have you ever seen the UK version? I watched the first episode or two, and it's like this is fucking dumb. I would have. So, do you think? Oh, I mean, it's hard to say. Like, I was gonna say, if you wipe your memory and started with the UK first, mm-hmm. I wonder if you would flip your reaction. 
like be like I like this one and now like that's almost like a a knockoff to you so you wouldn't I like don't the think US so, one. Man. I think I just wouldn't like the UK one or and I maybe I probably if I watched the UK one first I'd probably be like I'm not watching this. This shit was boring. But UK UK comedies suck in my opinion. Well, that's what Outlaws is. Well, it, it well again that was because COVID. That's, that's not a comedy. But I, don't, I think that's was, a dramedy. Well, well, right. UK dramedies they're on point. But comedies are just like bland. But I'm not sure it was supposed to be. But they shot it there because of COVID. I don't like know actually if it's a a U.S. show shot in Europe because of COVID or if it's a Europe show or whatever. A Europe, you are a U Europe, a Europe. But yeah, like I don't know. I I don't think I've liked any UK com. Like it's like the office doesn't. The office, the buttons. the American office, like that has a certain a certain appeal. Like um, Michael Scott, as in Steve Carell, really did like a really really great job of being the the character there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not as big. Like once I saw Bruce Almighty, like everything he did was just an or forty year old virgin. It's just like watching The Office is just I can't get anything. Of, like those clips just pop in my head because it's just mm. the same. I don't know. He almost annoys me in a way. Like he's just the same. Like. I started feeling that way about um, tall dude, curly hair, hard, uh, hardball, or not hardball, uh, dodgeball. What's um, his name? <laughs> tall dude, curly. He runs naked through the street in old school. What's it? Well, I can't leave his name. I suck with this. Will, have- Will Ferrell. Jesus, Jeremy. <laughs> Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah, but like he's such a dumb. Like you know, it's he doesn't expand Wait, on anything. Who is Will Ferrell in dodgeball? The main dude. No, that's Vince Vaughn. Yeah, he's got to be in there. They're in everything together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like putting Adam Sandler with crazy eyes. They're in everything together. That's like saying, oh, you know that one movie with Will Ferrell? Oh, yeah, Wedding Crashers. Okay, so Will, Will <laughs> Adam or Adam Sandler started... I started feeling that way about him as well until... Um, um, where he has... He wears headphones at all times. He's like, I think he has... Or his family all died in 9-11... And Dan or uh, Don Cheadle's in it, and like tries to calm him down because he's like just going with through. who? Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, or Ricky no? Gervais? Adam Sandler, I said. Oh, Adam Sandler. Oh, what? Rain over me, rain on me. Oh, I've seen that actually. It, like that because I was like, oh, he's. It was a total flip from any movie he's ever done. Though, like he was serious. He like uh, I was like, wow, that's that to me. That's his best movie he's ever done. Have you seen Punch Drunk Love? Long time ago. That's probably. I think that's. I got that at the same time. I like that one better than Rain on Rain on Me. I like that better than Rain on Me. Maybe Greed and Envy or just Envy. I don't know. We're talking about Adam Sandler movies. Like no, I don't know. I'm just saying I bought that at the same time. In a serious role, I really liked. I've I've seen Rain on Me. Uh, didn't leave a mark, but um, Punch Drunk Love did leave a mark on me. And Adam Sandler, you know, is great in his own way. He just has a bunch of like fucking money making movies. Well, don't give me like I love his movies. I mean. Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, like, like Happy I, Gilmore, I, Billy I Madison, Mister Deeds, and The Water Boy all came out like yeah, like I saw a tweet the other day. It's like those four movies is like the Jordan era of basketball for for like comedy movies. They come out literally year after year, like one. one I think one, they one, all one. came out within like three or four years of each other. Those are like some of the greatest movies ever of comedy. Yeah, Gatorade. <laughs> Like, oh, which one's my and Waterboy's the one I remember I the least. Billy Madison might be my favorite. Waterboy's on TV every other day. 
Um, so I always I remember Little Nicky. Little Nicky, like I, that's I one never of, seen that one. That's one of the movies I've watched the most in my life, just because it was always on on HBO at this certain time at my dad's house. It's when he had this weird slick hair. It looks stupid. It, to it, me. Honestly, it, I can't believe that movie. I can't believe I watched movie so much because thinking back, like that is a dumb fucking movie. I didn't never saw it because it just looks stupid. And all the like, movies are dumb. Isn't there like though. an octopus thing or an eight thing? Probably. I don't remember it that much. I mean, I've yeah, seen they it are so all much. dumb, but like that's why I liked Rain on You because it was like, oh, you expanded, but. Um, yeah, I don't so know. I like Punch Drunk Love because Punch Drunk Love is like so, like just, just like no hope in that movie. I don't know. I, don't yeah. lo- I like I like sad shit a lot. Obviously, certain sad shit. You didn't like Ricky Gervais's wife dying, just being bitter and mean to people. You talking about life after? Yeah, a show I've seen an episode and a half. That's of? sad. Yeah, but he doesn't seem that sad. He just seems like I'm just gonna kill myself. If it doesn't work out. Yeah, but then oh, so you, didn't, didn't you haven't even me, didn't you didn't me. even get to the go, a good part. When I know, I know, you have to. There is a thing that you're supposed to watch three episodes of television before you give it up. He meets someone and it changes a lot, and it's not like a yeah. someone that he's dating. It's it just, takes it takes a lot for me to watch a show that doesn't have any sci-fi aspects. Like it almost has to happen on accident. <laughs> you know, yeah. I um, uh, I th- all right, so we, Jeremy. I know you still don't watch this, but we have to talk about it for a second. Game of Thrones. No. But on Monday, oh, that. the final episode of Better Call Saul is uh, is playing. You totally twisted me off with that. Twisted you is off? Is that even a word? I don't know. It sounds like a sex thing. <laughs> I know. It's like rubbing my nipple. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to say that. But... <laughs> I had something on me. but um... I know this is an audio medium, but sci-fi. Jeremy just twisted his nipples. You're like, oh, I love something that has to have sci-fi. And you I'm brought... saying it takes a lot for me to watch. I thought something. you were going to say Stranger Things and you said Better Call Saul. That's in my... No, Better Call Saul be is in the conscious right now um, because there's one episode left of a journey that started, I think, Breaking Bad came out in 2009. So this is going to be like a 13-year journey uh, that ends on Monday. Done, done, done. Yeah, I, I, would, I would be shocked. I would, I would be Not a, even an after movie. I would be very annoyed if there is more to this because it's been dragging on for 13 years. Yeah. Which I mean, is like the same as The Walking Dead if I'm yeah. thinking about it. Um, but... Um, Better Call Saul has been really great this season. This last episode was really good, and uh, I don't, I can't spoil anything for you, but I will just tell you. Honestly, that might be something I, I do want to watch it, but I, I don't think I can watch it until I watch also Breaking Bad first. I just want to do the yeah. whole thing with the movie included. You should watch Breaking um, Bad first, El Camino or whatever. But um, that might be something I start to do when it's like fall. Hmm. I don't know why. I just feel like that's like when it starts getting dark at like five. O'clock. Honestly, I've been I've been rewatching all of Breaking Bad like just to get prepared for this, and I've only got like uh, like two episodes left of the last season. Um, and I watch it with Mike, and we're watching. It, it's like yeah, this is that Mike was like this is the show where it makes you think like uh, Albuquerque is cold because they're always wearing jackets. <laughs> it's like what? Actually, I never noticed that before, but it does seem like it's cold there when it should be fucking hot. Yeah, it takes place in Albuquerque, New Mexico. People in there always are wearing in the Breaking oh, Bad in that show. Yeah, like you realize, like people are like I don't think you ever see anybody wearing shorts. I'm say I look when I see those appraisals, it's just it's clay houses and dirt. Yeah, there's no. It's grass. like that too, and they're in the desert a lot, but they're still just wearing <laughs> well, clothes. It's cold as shit at night, but like, yeah, it's um, it's weird. <laughs> I never thought about it before until Mike Wells brought it up, but. It's a real thing in the show. Like you don't really ever see Walter White wearing shorts. Sometimes you see him wearing just whitey tighties. Was he just a pants dude? 
I mean, actually, maybe pants are like if you're used to the temperature down there, you maybe you do want to wear layers so like Uncle to block, Scott's like block that. the sun. Uncle Scott's always wearing pants. He lives in Florida. Right. Well, I I talked to actually Jenna Steinbretter the other day, and she was wearing pants so we Facetimed, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, people in Florida always wear pants because of the bugs." Oh yeah, they're sh- terrible. Yeah. So I don't I don't get the whole hype of Florida sometimes like just a, the beaches that's the it's only a thing destination place like a fun place to go on vacation to mm. but like I, like cool it's warm all year but you bitch and moan about the same amount of time that we do for our winter mm-hmm. and then the other half it's just the bugs down there and it's like yeah yeah cool you live on a little canal and you have a water view but you can't go tip Tip your toes. Oh, it's in. not dip, a canal. Dip your toes in it. No, I'm saying all the canals they have. Like, oh yeah. Every neighborhood's just a canal. But like, yeah, I think you can't swim in it because there's just alligators. But. Inland Florida is probably disgusting, but like beachfront Florida is right. Like it's just like beautiful. Panama City, Naples, Miami, Clearwater, Dayton, fuck. Daytona. Uh, I mean, not Dayton. I say like Dayton, 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 Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> I was there once. Um, uh, shout out to Olivia Rasnick, and that place looked fucking scary. Dayton's like bad. Flint. Yeah, it looks like there's a lot of fucking heroin going on yeah, there. I'm pretty sure Dayton's like a similar thing to Flint. There's a rap group that always had a, or they had like a Dayton, Dayton Flyers. I don't know what they were. Cause my heart is in Ohio. No. <laughs> well, but, yeah. Other than that, um, uh, we have the new Game of Thrones prequel. Speaking of Better Call Saul, which is a prequel to Breaking Bad. House of the Dragon comes out in not this Sunday, but the Sunday after to continue the Game of Thrones saga that was ever so popular with HBO. And uh, we will see what happens with that. But uh, there's gonna be a lot of spinoffs, isn't there? Well, there's supposed to be one called John or called Snow, just which is about Snow. Jon Snow. You didn't watch any Game of Thrones, right? So this is all no, just I know that language to you. Yeah, but we'll What's see. That sword, right? That is Ned Stark's sword. Oh, shit. Close. That's called Ice. Um. Yeah. But yeah. So that's gonna be the new. We'll see. It. Like I. I don't know. If, I don't think they're gonna do this as good as the prequel of better or of of Breaking Bad with Better Call Saul was. Well, they're not because it's none of the same characters. I hope they make it an anthology series where it's just like, all right, here's one season, here's one story. Let's move on to the next thing. Like you know, if they just do, if they do one like seasons that they aren't connected with all the universe, that'd be great. But if they try to make this going a bunch, like no one fucking cares about these characters. Right. <clears throat> and we all hated how Game of Thrones ended, but you want to keep trying to push this on us. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I feel um, like 90% of the feedback I hear about Game of Thrones, the the last season was just really garbage, and a lot of people were pissed about it. And It was so dumb. I've heard a lot of people, well, just like... Not even the last season, the last four episodes. Like, talk and work and like stuff like that whenever I randomly hear things. But even when it was on or whatever, my old team... Um, no one wanted like it didn't seem like anyone wanted any type of thing after it because it was just going to ruin it more almost yeah well like they the, thought it was going to be even worse like how it ended was just going to re- keep going like continuing on that path almost like yeah i mean if they were to keep doing they just really botched the last season because they were all excited to do like they're supposed to do a star wars movie but then they got kicked off because of how bad the last season was <laughs> like it just really put a sour taste like in everyone's mouth, and it sucks because it there has there has been a show that captivated an audience that much since like like it went from before Walking that dead. 
Walking Dead kind of, well, Walking Dead is still, Walking Dead's not even over. I haven't watched it in like five years, but that was like a phenomenon. Yeah, that bridged the gap, but that also went on like simultaneously as Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad, which I think were both bigger shows. You know, like uh, Game of Thrones captivated the world, Breaking Bad captivated the world. Before that, like then you got like everyone, at least I know, talked more about Walking Dead. Yeah, for like the first three seasons. But then it, it fell off a lot, you know. Breaking Bad carried out throughout. It's still carrying out through Better Call Saul. It's, it's probably, you know, other than Stranger Things, the biggest show on right now that's still taking place. Because it's only got one more, like like five more days of it being a show relevant. But it's probably the biggest show on right now. Yeah, that is. That's funny because I... And then Lost started it all. I heard you about... Actually, X-Files probably started it all. Seventh Heaven? Oh no, X Files. I watched with our family. <laughs> Seventh Heaven did not start any of this shit. Yes, it did. It was a family event. Every... Seventh Heaven's a sitcom. Yeah, but we watched it every not week. A sit- not a sitcom. We Seven watched like, a, week like as a, a family. A religious indoctrination program. Every week we watched it as a family. I go to school and everyone's like Seventh Heaven. When I see, I your used to watch it too. Face. Me and Dylan used to watch it, which is weird because we both turned out very anti-religion. But <laughs> oh, we weren't religious. Ever at least me and Patrick weren't are like Dude, we Dave should... wasn't, but my mom. I don't even my, my mom wasn't religious. I don't know. She was always like iffy on it, but at least wanted us to go and shit. Dude, let's start a Seventh Heaven rewatch podcast. <laughs> let's do it. We just go episode by episode and see. Like I guarantee you, we're gonna be can a you little even bit name disturbed. The whole family? No, I can't name any of them. Really? Mm. Ruthie? Not, I don't know. Mary? Ruthie. Don't know Mary. But I'm not surprised Ariel. someone's name Mary. Mary's name is uh. No, the one married to Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake was uh, on Seventh Heaven. Jessica Biel. Oh, Jessica Biel. That's, was on that's Mary. She was also a new girl. The oldest sister who turns like basketball star. Are you broker. just opening your second? Oh no, I thought we were in the third. My bad. Oh. <laughs> Premature. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before Breaking Bad was lost in Lost, bridge the gap. Like, I think those were the... I don't know anyone that watched Lost besides you, ever growing up. Okay, well, what do people watch between 2000... Seventh Heaven! No, no one watched that between 2004 and 2010. No one watched... What, what... Probably TRL. Okay, you're... you're, you're <laughs> I know. You're not naming shows in the context of what I'm talking about. No one about. did. Captiv- Lost captivated America. There wasn't a, sh- there wasn't a sit-down show I watched with my family besides... X Files, we le- legit did. Seventh mm-hmm. Heaven, you watched the new I mean, episodes live. Roots was a yeah, Roots was a movie, but that was like three weeks long. Um, but yeah, that was like those were the sit down things. Right, well, some some things that I would say would qualify would be shows like Desperate Housewives. People watched that. I think that might have been after me though. With that my was mom. that was a little bit at, that was like during Lost, but a little bit after. Everyone was watching Desperate Housewives at a time. And. And then um, the hotel one, or not the the uh, hospital? What's the hospital one? Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. That was a big Grey's one. Anatomy is one, and it might even still be going. I actually think it is, but I yeah, it's like don't know. All the McDreamies are dead, or if, something. If, that's the thing about like sometimes these like this is what happened to The Walking Dead. Like if shows go on for too long, they lose their magic. You know, mm-hmm. like if you don't have a set, like Lost was six seasons, Breaking Bad was five seasons. Better Call Saul, I think this is its fifth season. Game of Thrones was eight seasons, which... And then the eighth eighth season, like... Prison Break... 24. 24 was one that captivated for a while. Oh, yeah, I would say... 
What's that's the Bauer dude? Yeah, yeah Jack Bauer. Say, was, yep. Yeah, that one was like for the first four seasons. Like people were really into that because it was a unique concept. But Inspector then, Gadget that was before I, our times. I I don't I don't know. <laughs> He was the dude that I know. I know who Spectre Gazard is, but I don't. I, I, are you talking about the cartoon? I used to watch it. <laughs> who was the other dude that like? Um, I always a oh, Baywatch. Baywatch was one. Baywatch might be a sitcom. Would also say by the bell. That's a sitcom. Yes. All right. Yeah. Oh, that was like a family show. Everyone watched. Everyone knew it. Rugrats. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, well, you're not talking about the same thing. No, I'm just talking shows. I don't care about your sitcom shit. I'm just saying shows. Like The Wire might have been a show that everyone was captivated by, but Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck, Nip Tuck reminds me of Dexter. Dexter. Because Dexter people were captivated by, but you know what? Ari. What? Ari. Ari. Yeah, he's the main character in what show? That was. That was one. Um, Ari? Jesus, I want to watch it again. It's a real-life story of like Mark Wahlberg's life or something. What are you talking about? A show. Who was Ari? It was one of the biggest shows. It was the, Ari was the main, like one of the second main character in this. He was the lawyer dude. I was always hyped up asshole. There was Turtle was the dude. Oh, Entourage. Entourage. <laughs> I don't know who Ari is. I've never seen Entourage. Oh, my, what? I've never seen it. Oh, my God. That's, like, that is, a, that's... One of those. Mm-hmm. Entourage like is, is one of the, like, I've never seen it, but I would imagine it's one of, like, the, the ones that's walking next to, like, because um, when did that come out? Like, that was probably, like, that was still that was going, like, that was still going during Game of Thrones. I think that was high, like, late high school, college years, and maybe a little bit oh, after. Oh, damn, that came out in the 80s? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I loved Entourage, and I didn't even know until after that it was, like, loosely based on, I don't know, I think, I don't know if it's Mark Wahlberg, someone's I life. Think that, I think that's right. Some actor's life, but that is such, I haven't seen the movie that recently came out mm. a couple of years ago, but I just, someone mentioned Turtle the other, someone said was just saying like turtle and I was like oh I don't know why this reminded me turtle. of turtle the dude from the show who's one of my favorite characters ever in a show um and now I want to rewatch it you know I'm surprised we've gone this long without you bringing up it's always sunny but you you understand I was that going that to, is a but I was going to but I don't want you to bash my favorite show ever I would never bash it I like I know that. but just I, say it's not something that's not it's well, it it's is a, a comedy it's, it's, it's a dramedy it's a sitcom it's it not be, a dramedy it's a kid it show it's not an a adult dramedy. show Every person on this it earth is not a kid watch show. It. Maybe not, but every it's, it's 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 not a it's not a dramedy. And it's not a kid show. The rest I will give you. Every person on earth should watch this. Maybe unless you're every person on earth at least what? above t- thirteen. You have to be a teenager, and then probably younger than seventy five. Because <laughs> if you're older than that, you think everything just is rude. Yeah, I'm. A, I don't know about all of that, but like, if you can, if you can, I. Uh, appreciate and respect crude humor humor um then you should watch it yes it's a great it's a great sitcom no, but can't always, that yet. always yeah. sunny is the longest running sitcom because it's so great yeah well it is it i want to watch mythic quest have you seen that no i heard that's really good um uh, before this entertainment section runs out did we talk about this last week about the music festival that got canceled in uh um uh, georgia the one that what Kid Cudi like stopped because he got hit by a water bottle? Nope. Uh, no, um, uh, there was it didn't happen yet. Oh, but it got canceled last minute because some Georgia lawmakers um, decided that it was anti uh, rights to ban guns from the festival. 
So artists are not going to play a festival where people are allowed to open carry AK-47s at. So, yeah, anything in Georgia that's going to be a festival that's on governmental grounds is not going to not there's never going to be a festival there again. Wait, so there's wait, they're, they're not putting a ban on anyone bringing a gun to the festival, but it's not camps in the festival. It's the artists saying we're not comfortable with this. Oh, well, the festival, or like the, the, the promoter of the, the, the festival promoters. is like, yeah, you can't bring guns in here. Like, you know, when you go to any. No, I, that makes 100% sense. But. Right. But that somehow won. And, <laughs> and like, so, like, they had to cancel because, like, okay, you can't just have, like, 20,000 people here all theoretically carrying fucking firearms right no absolutely like that's great this that's is a, this is where the i'm a i'm a, I'm a pro gun, gun liberal but this is fucking a little bit crazy i think yeah well i thought you were gonna say maybe i was thinking of uh who is it the um travis scott who had like a festival that like he'd start because he's known to start riots at his festivals yeah did people were, die uh yeah it was like i saw a lot of videos that was a really fucking sad but thing. he just played at it because they're and he just kept going espn even brought it up yesterday or something beer number three politics beer number four all right well we're on to politics jeremy and have you seen the news politics Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate down in Florida has yep. been raided by the FBI. It's the only thing I um, was going to talk about because it's the only thing I know this week. But I also didn't know what Mar-a-Lago was. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've heard it plenty of times. I just thought it was like a resort. Down, it, I didn't know it was his his was like his house was a just a resort. Right. Yeah. Especially where he spent the most the majority of his presidency, so I believe it was at Mar-a-Lago. He got like a golf course on there and everything. Oh, so yeah. I just that's why I thought it was just like a. A rich person's like resort, mm. but yeah. So the FBI raided it. Not really sure what they're after, but I mean, if you got approval to raid a former president, that's probably uh, some pretty. What do you mean you don't know what they're after? Well, I do. You know what they're after? Well, from everything I read, it was about documents he took from the White House. I don't know what they are. Mm. I just right, but that aspect of it. Yeah, <laughs> and but I've been just seeing a lot of uh, random outrage on twitter of uh not uh not people from well like obviously the right <laughs> you know we have civil war i've seen a lot of that yep that was trending <laughs> why i don't get it uh well we have people like marjorie taylor green tweeting stuff like uh defund the fbi and i'm like yeah girl come on let's get it defund the police let's abolish everything fuck it all like you know they're finally coming around you know once it happens to them <laughs> even what? Even though they were all like, yeah, let's take you right know, when it's against shit. them, yeah. But mm. I, so, because it's against the law of some sort, right, for a president to take those documents, yeah, or mm. whatever he, any type of document they're not allowed to take. That's and Trump was just doing it anyway. But so I don't <laughs> get why there's like a, because I've seen a lot of people put like, or like retweet like, oh look at this whole side is wants a civil war. I'm like, for what reason? Like if you took something if you i mean as long as they prove it unless well i guess doesn't matter what happens if it's what they find everyone's going to believe it was planted if they're on that side right yeah people always believe in stupid conspiracy theories so it's like i, I mean i guess trump just does no wrong to yeah, well, certain people exactly <laughs> like this like mike pence is even tweeting about it and it's like bro dude this guy literally led a fucking March of people that were screaming, hang Mike Pence to your fucking, to where you were and you're going to defend him. Like, all right. Well. He, he turned on, he's turned on Trump now. No, no, no. 
Mike Pence is saying that the raid was ridiculous because everyone's and even like people like Andrew Yang, who is the like leader of the Forward Party, which is a new party. Like he w- he also ran for the Democratic office in uh, twenty eighteen, whatever, against like Bernie and Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> he's even tweeting like, "Do you think this is bad for democracy?" And like, fuck off! Like he's like saying like Trump's base is gonna get so riled up and uh, you know do crazy shit, which they might, but you know. They get really mad if you try to tell them what your pronouns are. Yeah, just, <laughs> like, I fuck mean, off. There's, like, they're going to get mad regardless. They get mad when you say happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Like, <laughs> you're not really pleasing these people. Yeah. It, I mean, it just seems... I, I read something, because I only... What did it happen, like, two days ago or whatever? Like, I, I read something mm-hmm. that, um, like, a, a government informant basically told him about a new safe that's in the house... <laughs> and that he has like so and so documents, whatever they are, he has another funny thing. Trump saying, saying on like a letter out to his followers or whatnot, saying like they even broke into my safe. Like, what did you think they were gonna right. do? <laughs> like, I <laughs> uh, can't get in here. I guess you just keep everything. <laughs> like, what the fuck I, I, are you talking about? <laughs> I read that they purposely planned it so that he wasn't there because they didn't. They he would just make a spectacle of it. Like basically. the opening of Shit's Creek if he was there. Yeah, because like, they were saying like that it would just make a spe- spectacle of it, but like people were saying like like inside source or whatever like that are like doing this raid or like that's we wanted to do it when he wasn't there so it wasn't he didn't make this a spectacle but also might have bit us in the ass because now people think we are doing this sh- like shady and we're going to just mm. plant things and I'm like yeah, no. I mean, it doesn't really matter, I guess, what you do. I mean, the other side doesn't believe you. They're, they have it so far in their head that your whatever you do is wrong. It doesn't matter what you find, yeah, or anything. And a lot of the a lot of the right <clears throat> has been saying like once they take, <laughs> like, get ready. Once we take back power, they're just gonna come after everybody. Just like, fine, I don't care. Like, if you want to go back, you want to go against people that control power and try to raid their shit, I'm totally cool with that. Like, well, I'm 100% okay <laughs> with people raiding rich and famous people. Like, it's about time, like, they get, like, some shit. But I will say this, though. Knock like, if they're white, shoot if they're brown. That's essentially like, what America is right now. Because this, this is exactly what fucking happened to Brianna Taylor. Like, they had a no-knock warrant uh, against Brianna Taylor, and they went in and killed her. You know, and it wasn't even the right house. But Trump, they also had a no-knock warrant, but they weren't there, so they didn't have to kill anybody. And, you know, they obviously you're going to take measures a little bit differently um, because Trump's a rich former president, you know, because they have different rights than what people that aren't rich former presidents have, which is uh, not right how America should work, but it is how America does work. Yeah. I just don't think anyone should ever be off limits as far as punishment should goes <clears throat> or leniency towards rich people, which should, will never stop happening. It just mm-hmm. happens. But so I'm glad to see it. But at the same time, it is, it is a little bit like, I don't. Maybe no president's been as this vocal and shady as as Trump has. Mm. I just never paid attention. But I believe I, it was the anniversary of Nixon getting raided. But it does. It does seem Which is a poetic. little bit that the hatred for Trump is so high that we like. Why can't we like? It almost is, to me is like let's just fucking forget this guy. Let's just quit quit just going after him for shit like let's just completely forget him don't bring his name up like that it's almost like a i don't want to say a witch hunt because that's what he says it's not a, i don't think it's a witch hunt but it does seem it's a justice hunt really. any other president this never have happened well, i know like i said i've never really paid attention to politics too much i know he's 
the, by far, I'm sure if any other president was just like him, I would have known about all this uproar. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm sure that done d- dastardly I'm, things. I'm too, not that they're all they're all shady to a point. Like it's mm-hmm. politicians. That's what you it, it's what you are. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, Joe Biden might be the least shady president we've ever he just had. Doesn't because remember what he's like, saying. He has no, like <laughs> I just saw a video from him the other day where he like forgot that he just shook somebody's hand. Like, <laughs> Didn't he, well, I know he says it's he like, might be a senile old man. He says wrong things the other all the time, but I thought there was just something the other day he like totally misspoke about something like important. Again. Yeah, he did the thing where he was reading the the <laughs> he did the Ron Burgundy thing. Where he I don't know what it was. It was just, I it was like a headline like he messed up again, like another mm-hmm. blooper of him or whatever. I'm just like, all yeah, right. stop electing old people, and also, but like, I, also like it's not a witch hunt against Trump. Trump was. Like so I, I, I don't want to call I, it that. I find it I find it very fucking fascinating that anyone can have the opinion that they shouldn't be going after Trump for what he did on January sixth. Like I think it's very, very much just fucking muddled like people are like, Oh, it's not that big of a deal. Like when really our democracy was so close to getting fucked up and they were so close to like live YouTube videos of people getting fucking lynched in our in our in our right. government. Like they they, right. they had a gallows out there shouting hang Mike Pence breaking into the Capitol like not having much defense in it. I don't. How Trump does he wanting have his to go back? There. Because I I thought I read like when Pence was because in he's there a fucking simp Brent, and was man. getting like all the people were like coming from or whatever mm-hmm. like like Trump was basically like not these exact words but it was like fuck him like he's on his own almost yeah. in a way like how does Pence ever hopefully hopefully Pence does <clears throat> the right thing have his back like I just especially when you're like. A vice president, you're like, dude, I don't. I'm saying everything you're saying, whether I believe mm-hmm. it or not. I'm just following suit, and then you fucked me. Like, if I don't know if that's true or not, that he kind of just like left him hanging in there or whatever. No, no he literally but let like, people march on the fucking Capitol, shouting, <laughs> like, "Hang Mike Pence." I, like, I, I don't know. Maybe I just I have different agendas. Like, in loyalty means something to me differently. But like, to me, if someone that I was that close to. Did some, mm-hmm. Like, if you did that to me, and, like, a house was burning, I'm like, Nick, I need your help, and you're just like, oh, uh, Well, here's a giant sorry, mob that hate, wants to kill you. I don't like fire, so I'm not coming. Like, you just, like, <laughs> le- like whatever the situation, you just left me, I really need you. I'd be like, dude, fuck you. Like, like I'd probably go out of my way to try to, like, screw you in a certain way. Like, Well, well Trump is Trump is king right now. That's, right, what, that's what the thing is, like, you know? Like, and this happened in Florida, Ron, Ron DeSantis' like, homeland, you know? Like. I don't know, like, and I and I still think that this is going to make Trump want to run for office even more because he's facing legal troubles. You can't be in legal troubles while you're president, and you know Trump's old as fuck. He's older than Biden, surprisingly. Mm. Um, so like, if he gets four more years left, or however long he wants, if he destab or destabilizes our democracy and says things like, "Well, you know, the Democrats controlled some stuff in 2016 through um uh, through 2020," like then I, I didn't really get to have a full presidency. So I get to run for a third term and like, he could do that. Like if they control everything, they can do whatever the fuck they want, which, which is, which is all backwards. The, our whole democracy is all fucking backwards and all turning into this fucking gameplay shit. Not about what's right. Just about how to fucking manipulate and keep manipulating. And eventually it just grows. I don't know if it's turning into, I think it's always been that. Right. Well, I mean, I guess like in terms of since I've been uh, paying attention, which right, right, you know, all of my adulthood has been has been this fucking game shit. Like once Obama was elected, and even before that, even when even when uh, George Bush two uh, happened, like you know th- that 
that came to a point where they were doing a thing with the Florida electorates where they had to recount it, and then like there was just like there's some there's some stories. I remember that some big big ass that like Al Gore had to step down like uh, and say like all right whatever, <laughs> you know it's just George Bush, and then do Dick Cheney controlling George Bush or whatever the conspiracy theories. I don't like to follow any of that. George Bush seems like an idiot, but probably you know had support from his whole family, um, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know. Joe Biden seems like an idiot and like and not 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 like an idiot but just like someone who's <clears throat> way too far gone and from a fucking different era to be leading the free world. You know, we and we like you know and we're looking to Bernie Sanders as us on the progressives as a savior who is also fucking old as fuck. <laughs> like I, I got to bring up some of Bernie Sanders cuz um today in our our work meeting <clears throat> our team was sitting in an office watching our meeting instead of at our desk and there was like a collage up there of like uh, team members volunteering or whatever and my my team leader he goes who can who can spot bernie sanders in one of these photos and someone's like i can they walked right up to it. i was like damn that was quick like i didn't see it yet or whatever he goes so funny story with this one of the another team leader um who i've known for a while from client relations but he knows nothing about sports, doesn't care about sports whatsoever. But he was <laughs> I like, I know where this is going. But he was saying something like, as like an all team leader meeting. He was like, Oh, yeah, like we were, we took a photo um, with uh, Barry Sanders the other day or something like that. And they're like, <laughs> Or no, he's, uh, I don't know, something like that. But he was like, Barry Sanders, was like, that was Bernie or whatever. But he was just at the Rocket Classic as well, my team, this team leader. Mm and gets back from it and i saw him as soon as he got back it was like three or whatever and i was like that's a sweet polo i want it where'd you get it? he's like i just came back from the rocket he goes yeah i was i was caddying for some megatron dude <laughs> calvin johnson i was like wait a second you like that's got to be his favorite thing ever kelvin is like you're someone's caddying for you that has absolutely no idea who you are <laughs> doesn't give a shit about you didn't ask you for a photo was just like this is just some tall dude like don't know who this is but he's just like yeah there's some megatron dude and everyone's like looking at him like what do you what do you mean megatron dude like do really don't know who that is he's like no it's like oh my god you were just caddying for the greatest receiver in like the history of lions dude side note about uh hard knocks um uh, <laughs> when it showed aiden hudson as a kid um i've seen like he's been for a lions, lions fan growing yeah. up then me and Mike looked at each other, and Mike's like, "Dude, that's the new Lions logo." Like, because that was the one with like where they redid it with like the white in, in between it. And Black, it's it's yeah. not just the bubbles thing. <laughs> and it's like, "Fuck, dude, we're old." Like <laughs> this guy that was a kid, like probably ten years ago. Like, because I I don't know when that logo change happened, but it was probably around 2010. Well, he's 21. That probably happened when he was like 10, so 11 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like that, it's it's funny. It's 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 weird getting older. <laughs> it is because I'm like, oh, I still remember like it's almost Joey time to run for president. That was like 2004 or something. Joey Harrington is the first quarterback of the Lions that I remember, unless Charlie Batch came before him. Yeah, I'd hype with him, but it is what it is. Oh, um, um, I guess another big story, maybe, um, Alex. This fool, Alex Jones, who I didn't actually know much about till all this stuff was going Info on. Wars. But I actually didn't even know anything about this trial until I saw a headline that... Did you watch any of the videos? Alex Jones' lawyers just screwed up. And I was like, oh, what's this? I'm just 
just curious to see a, a lawyer screw up. I didn't really know who Alex Jones was. And I'm like watching. I'm like, oh, my God, those lawyers. That's the biggest screw up you can do. But like they totally mm-hmm. call him in perjury. But like um, I saw. So then I kind of read up on him and I was like, oh, OK, I, he's one of those conspiracy theorist dudes or whatever. And I, now yeah. I, well, the definitions of why I think conspiracy theories are so dangerous. Now I recognize like his face a little bit more and like just being out there. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I've seen him before. Um, but then I saw something today that was Tucker Carlson is extremely worried. Yep. I heard about that. all those texts that were leaked or whatever. And yeah, he is. So I don't know much about Tucker Carlson or whatever, but like, when all the COVID shit was happening, I was just cycling through every news channel to try to see different stations' mm. opinions on the virus and kind of like what's happening. And this motherfucker, I could never like. He was like the, like the Stephen A. and Skip Bayless of like news to me. He was like his voice was annoying, his mannerisms were annoying. How he just his shit and he's didn't just stink. spouting bullshit. His, yeah, his shit didn't stink. What he said was just king of the world. Like, but like. I started like kind of like watching a little more just because I was like almost angered but en- enamored by how is this guy on news yeah, yeah. spewing this shit. But then I all then I saw things from like Fox people were like blasting him like we don't agree with all this but they give him the airtime and I told that to like Joe and Paul one day I was like this fucking douchebag Carlson like don't talk about my boy I was like you guys can't be serious if you really. I don't know shit about this guy. I've only seen about 10 clips. But that's enough for me to know that this guy is a fucking lunatic, a moron. He starts shit. Like, there's no reason anyone should back this guy. And I was yeah. so mad at them when they said that. It's really it's really sad. Like, he, So I hope he gets caught with whatever text. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't think the texts are going to be anything incriminating. It's probably just going to be them showing fucking naked pictures of their wives to each other, which is, you know, going to be embarrassing, but also... And also, and also, extremely intrusive on their own relationships. But like, I don't think it's going to be anything super illegal. That's like going to be. If you're a white jail. supremacist, you want to listen to Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Like, like I said, I've only listened to a few things by him. But like, anything that big that like the Chicago shooting recently, mm. um, I saw like a clip or whatever on Twitter that was like he was saying like, see this, it's like he was blaming the other party. For why this shooting happened. I'm like, dude, you have one, you have absolutely no sympathy for what just happened. That's not the time or place for it. And two, what is that? Like, come on, like what like your agenda is so clear that is to rile people up and start fights and bickering and basically wars between people. Well, white thing, on white, white on black, white on like anything. The the, the thing with uh Tucker Carlson is his agenda is to make money. And what he well, says yeah. makes money because late stage capitalism like without any checks and balances on anything that the media is doing, like it's just going to rile people up on either side and it's going to make money. Well, like I said, I was enamored. So I kept watching. Exactly. I didn't like it, but I was like, why am I watching this? Cause you're getting, fucking you're getting asshole. pissed off, you know, and you're watching right, it because like, getting, that's like the whole thing with Trump. That's what Stephen A does. Right. I mean, right. That's cap. It's, it's like it, when it's in a sports aspect, you know, that's all fun and games. No one's getting hurt. But when it's in a, right. in, a in a thing like this, like in, in a, in in our the fabric of our society where people are believing that Trump actually won this election is actually just getting stolen from him when you know we <laughs> when Hillary lost to Trump none of us are like none of us are like uh, uh saying that the election was stolen you know we're right. all like blaming ourselves for 
not uh, supporting Hillary because we thought the election was because because that same side of the right convinced us that the election was rigged. So a lot of us didn't end? vote. Like, what you when say? is that going to be put to an end? What? That it was stolen. Like, aren't they it's, still it's, counting shit again? No, no, it, they're done. It, it's put to an end. Okay, everything is just fucking bullshit. Like, but like, it's, Trump's never going to admit. I it. thought they were still like redoing shit, or he was like, no. I don't know, fighting for something. But and he probably, but like, the, the, it's done, done. But it's just him pouting. And you know, there's so many Republican down. people that were in charge of like the fucking like. I just. You know, uh, my brother just got – your cousin, we, Dylan, just got elected. And, you know, I went there and saw everything that was going on while I was in the polling place. And, like, looking at how this field do it, it's like, okay, you think that there's a big conspiracy for the presidential election that all – like, because, like, so there's – how many polling places are there for Dylan's election? Right, probably, like, like probably, like, probably, like, 100. Yeah. So you think um, uh, this is one, one, one district in Michigan out of probably, like, 200 times 50 – you think that there's so many people swaying the election in all of these? Like, come on. You guys that, don't like, know how this monopoly. fucking shit works. <laughs> like, him losing that, like, Monopoly. I wonder how bad that is. He probably wins at Monopoly because people well, true. people fucking listen to him. He probably sneaks, Which is a gift. He has he, a gift. He grabs, like, 500 from the bank that he, like, gets owed but grabs two or whatever. He's He's shady with it. Like, this guy pouts for years <laughs> after an election and shit. But, like, I mean, man. That's, I mean... Hopefully they find shit. I just, that's the only thing that's like if they don't, if they do all that shit, it just gives whatever side ammo to yeah. uh, see conspiracy. This is why it's an attack, a witch hunt, blah 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 blah. Like, well, you probably appointed the judge because it's in Florida, so fuck off. <laughs> that signed off on it, but like oh, you he, know that that won't matter. It turns it's on gonna... everyone though. Like I don't even I, I know that, and I don't even follow it. But like there was a point in I don't know if it was during his running for presidency during his presidency or right after or whatever but there was a point where he was just firing people left and right that didn't agree with him yeah it was I'm like but that's how he is he's like if, if you don't 100 percent agree with him then he gets rid of you which mm-hmm. to me is it's like a mafia leader most incompetent person this is fucking fascism it's, it's not even a leader it's the most incompetent person that's why i don't get how anyone can ever like back him and not only that it's just the fact that he's never said anything like in a debate, like he just beats around the bush, says, "Oh, I'm the first greatest. I'm the greatest at this." Like he just he's the king at manipulating a debate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I give him that respect. He knows how to never answer the question and make it on the other people. Yeah. I'm like, I, I just don't get like how we're fucking voting for someone, make them answer the goddamn question mm-hmm. like i don't get how no one pushes people to do that you know it's something i wish bernie had would be to like get like well but the thing is with bernie's party like the democrats they're so good at keeping the status quo like the republicans aren't good at that like something gets popular they they don't have any safeguards to keep their party going how they want right like no one wanted trump to uh be the nominee for this thing for in 2016 but he won so and is, is he gonna win again I think if he runs, I don't think there's any chance he doesn't. Like, I, I is would, he running though? He has to. He's going to run unless he's in jail. Well, that's why I think. I mean, I've been saying all along Trump's going to want and he's run, and he's probably going to win. I have a, and I'm not certain he's going to win anymore because of the Roe v. Wade shit. Like, because that's going to bring a bunch of people that probably would be like, ah, fuck it, I don't care anymore. Like, oh, I gotta vote Democratic because they're gonna. They already have overturned Roe v. Wade, and my rights need to be protected in any state that's up. Uh, that's like a battling state, you know? Like, I don't, 
I, it makes no sense to me that like I've heard you, Dylan, people that know politics, say like if he runs, it's a shoe and almost that he wins. Like it makes no sense to me because I don't know one person that like legit likes him besides like maybe a few. Do you Even know out of those? Do you few? know anyone that likes Joe Biden? Can you no. Name, can you name anyone? No. You but... can probably name some people that like Trump. Well, I, or actually, you know, out of our our friends, I don't think you can find someone that likes either. No, I think there's a few that like Trump, and I'm not sure 100 percent why. But I've also heard them say that they wouldn't vote for him again. But also, at the same time, they said that it, the, if those if are our their, choices, if it's their party, they're voting, and that makes it makes absolutely no make sense to me at all. No, at, I, I, at all, if, I don't give a shit about pop. I don't understand no why you don't understand this. If the best person who gives a fuck about the party, is the, mm-hmm. if, if what your intentions are is... The party or, like, the country? If you know the best person... Like, what I'm saying is, like, what I've always said is, would you vote for another person? Would you vote for the other party if you knew that they were the absolute best candidate? And everyone I know said no, because it's, mm-hmm. it's not about what's this country. They want to put people in this house and seats for years down the road. Yes. But, like... It's dangerous. Okay. It's fuck. Republicans are fucking dangerous. But then when they anyone says that, like, like, like Joe, when he's like, I just want what's best for this country. He's like, well, you say that, but then you voted for some, but you tell me you wouldn't vote for the person that's best for this country. So that well, you I've contradict never, yourself. I've never voted for someone who I don't think's best for this country. Like out of the two, like I've never, like I've always voted like, yeah, of course I voted for Hillary against uh, I don't think we've Trump. had a clear like, cut like what I'm saying. I would have, yeah. I would have, if I was voting for the person right. best for the country, I probably would have voted for Bernie. But that would have been a but waste of a vote. Like a, I know it's probably never happened. Maybe it has. I just, but like a clear cut, like everyone was like, dude, this guy's like, he just knows it. Like he's he's the shit. Like he's the one. Like who is like, like JFK or something like that? I don't know. I just feel like all people love that guy. Maybe yeah, that's why. That's probably but... why he got killed. Yeah, I, just, I mean, it just... Well, I actually, know. no, I think he got killed on accident, but that's a whole different conversation. But, like, Jeremy, it's, it, it's hard for me to understand that because of how dastardly the Republicans are. Like, you, you've, you've been following politics for, like, a little bit now. Yeah, but I don't and think... And they are doing crazy I things. I don't think... Like, like, when you say Republicans and Democrats, you, mm-hmm. like, to me, based on, like, things you've said in the past and just things like that, it's it's all or nothing, like it, it's just one or not. Like I don't. It think It kind of is. They're I all... think you can be Republican and not agree with everything that it, that's what your party you believes can't, in. You can in like the smaller. You office. don't have to be a hundred percent or not. You can in the smaller office, but once you get to the big scale things, at least right now, you kind of got to be on Trump's side or you're not going to win. Yeah, but I'm not going to say like, oh, every Republican thinks this way. No, not at all. I don't well, like. Then to, why do they I campaign don't like to on generalize that? it? Why are they campaigning on this shit? No, I know, but like. When you say Republicans, I think you literally mean anyone that identifies as a Republican. I, you're talking about people that I voted for or I will vote for. Because there's because there's people like that though that think like, oh, every one of this type of person believes this and that, mm-hmm. and like that's not anyone true. in a higher office at least claims that they do. Like, like just look how many of our friends you can't win all, office. Like, you can't win office as a Republican right now without supporting Donald like Trump. Ninety percent of our friends are the same party. What? Like, believe in the same party. I don't think so. I think it's more 50-50. Really? What do you think? I, maybe. Um, I think most of our friends vote Democratic because of how crazy the, the Republicans are. Um, and the friends that we do have that vote uh, Republican are probably, like, 
I'm just doing this because I don't want because higher taxes. Because my friends say that. I think that that's the, one of the biggest things is your friends. I, I would say you mm-hmm. influence a lot of our friends and how they vote. Because I don't think a lot of our friends really know much about politics, to be honest. Me included. No, Paul is no shit. Not, I'm not like, it's not shit on anyone. I'm not like, it's a niche thing to like want to learn. But like, there's a few mm-hmm. of our friends that actually know about politics. But I think the rest of them are like, oh, this guy's so boisterous, or this guy is, or like this and that. So I'm just going to push that way. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people, you said before, like, I know it's been a long time, but like, at one point you said, like, if anyone votes differently, I'll never be your friend again. And that could scare people to be like, all right, I'm going to vote this way just to be, which is a dangerous thing. It's like the same way with people picking friends. Like you can't tell me who I can hang out with and things like that. Like, I mean, yeah, that's how I, that's how I thought, uh, you know, years ago when Trump first came into power, like it was, it was hard for me. It's like, I, cause it's hard for me to understand that my friends could vote for someone like that. But yeah, I, I, I have to like not, think of myself as a pariah and like like a god like i just my like i had to figure out that my my opinions aren't always right you know like i i mean i believe them for a reason and i and i and i think they're well researched reasons that back and are whole wholly backed by empathy and equality but maybe i'm wrong and maybe i and i really truly want to believe that everybody everybody has the same things in mind they all want prosperity for everyone they just have different ways of getting there but sometimes i just think that people are so fucking stupid for using this path to get them there which clearly is not getting them there but like not everyone's as plugged in as me so i don't i don't get it but you also shouldn't think that way either because that's almost making it like if you don't think my way I think it's stupid. I don't get it. I just haven't heard. It's, I haven't heard a substantial argument against my way. It's a, and I'm not saying I don't even know what you, what way you're talking about. I'm just saying like anything. It could be like mm. guns, sex, teaching, right. like whatever it is. Taxes, like just a plethora guns, of sex, things. and teaching. Baby. I'm just trying to like. It's not like one subject, but like it, there's right. like many like you know aspects to it. But yeah, no, it's a. I don't know. I but like, I get really annoyed when people tell me like I don't know what I'm talking about because I fucking know what I'm talking about. But you do. You can't do that either. Uh, well, even I, even I if it's I can true, with some people. Even if it's true, though, like mm-hmm. I like because it's like if you keep like if people are arguing with you, and this is just trying to help mm-hmm. out a, a argument's sake. Like, but if people are coming at you, and even if they know less, and you're like, I don't believe you, like, you don't know shit, I just discredit whatever, and people can see it written on your face when you discredit them, and you do, and then, like, it's just, it, like, builds up, like, you're never... I, I always listen. What are you it, talking about? Yeah, you might listen, but at the same time, you're you're looking at them, but you're you're listening to what they're saying, but you're not, you're not giving what they're saying consideration. Well, if- That's what I have a problem with, with some of our friends is when when they debate each other and I'm not talking about just me I'm just like like you and Joe or like everyone like just there's certain aspects of it is it's like you listen not I'm not saying you I'm just saying like that person in the argument will listen but they they're listening to be polite but they're not actually giving anything that person has like what they're saying consideration and that yeah. like I don't believe that like that's not fair you're not you can, oh, I at least listened to what you said. No, you didn't listen to what well, I that's said. Not, that's not the, you, that's you not, physically listened, but you didn't that's listen. That's not listening. And I listen. Like No, I, that's why I said not you. I'm just saying you as a, like when two people right. are like arguing. But no one listens to me. Like in like, well, people do listen to me because I'm, because I'm fucking loud. And I have to be loud or else they will fucking ignore me. 
But regardless, all right. <laughs> I think people listen to you more than, I don't, they listen to you more than anyone. You could say, like, all our friends should wear booty shorts every day, and I'm probably sure half our friends would because you said that. You could be, you I could start that. a cult easily <laughs> with our friends. Well, then I should have one already. But. People listen to you. People listen to you. <laughs> all right, well. You got some tattoos. Thank you guys for listening to me. Um, <laughs> hey, we know you are. <laughs> Jeremy, anywhere people can find you, follow you, anything you want to promote? Uh, the Twitter, Mahar underscore Jeremy. Have you posting this got you any other followers? Excuse me? Have you post? Uh, uh, I haven't really been on, like, no, I haven't, like, post. I don't, really kind of just got rid of Twitter and start just besides reading. Uh, I don't well, post shit. Anyways, we're probably not really um, uh, going to post this episode on Twitter either. But anyways, thank you for swinging six with us. Uh, you can find me at Nick Wigella on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me on Facebook if you want. Please rate us five stars. Leave us a review, a glowing one. And remember, glowing. it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you, even though I don't listen. <laughs> Love yourself before others. Love yourself in your room alone at night. We'll see you guys next week with, with special guest Mitchell Bogella. Later, Graham.